Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. How are you, Jake? Doing all right, man. How, how has it been since Moby and Cash? It's been since Moby and Cash. Oh man, it feels too. That's too long. Well, hey, way uh, too long. You're here. I'm here. Why don't we do our thing? Let's do our thing, dude. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. Jake, what you got there? Oh, today I'm drinking um, Old Forester uh, Kentucky Bourbon. Ah, uh, that sounds really nice. These days, I've been trying to like consider myself a sommelier, um, even though um, my palate isn't always there. Like, I'll do like the the nose test, and then I'll do the taste test, and I'm just like, oh yes, I'm getting you know a bubble gum and raisins with uh, hints of paprika. Bubblegum and raisins? Episode title immediately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I'll go look to see like what people say on Reddit and they're like, oh, this is like seared pear, uh, caramelized apple and, and chestnut. And yeah, and I'm just like, well, I am I am off. <laughs> Are you though? Don't you like smell and taste what you taste? Right? Isn't it isn't it all subjective? Aren't, aren't we all or our own palettes? I, if you I know like what I mean. It. I like that. I am my own tongue. What? what <laughs> that's the episode title. That's like. Oh boy, I feel weird what? about that now. Well, but I see. <laughs> I see. I see Austin Beer Works there. I got? do. I got another Fire Eagle. That's the same. 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 Classic. Same. Same. Dip. Dip. Oh, uh, you know. Hey. As it goes. Oh. Hey there. Oh. Hey. Oh. Oh God. Hi. Oh Christ. What? Welcome to Sip and Mimos. Uh, where Elliot and I do our thing and talk about 90s rock and electronica music. We almost Often, didn't see you there. We almost, <laughs> we almost didn't see you there on this audio podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So th- uh, this is, uh, we're in season three now of Sip and Mimos. Oh. Um, and if you're wondering about the name, uh, we developed uh, this show while enjoying a nice mimosa in South Austin. That's right. Um, Let's get the uh, origin story. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, oh, it was you will give the people an ideal to strive towards. <laughs> they will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the podcast. I like that. What is that? Is that Gladiator? <laughs> Thank you for noticing my Russell Crowe impression, but it's actually from Man of Steel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every night I tuck my daughter into bed, I say that exact monologue. You will get the people I deal with strength for us. Okay, so like no pressure, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love it too. If you're just coming uh, to sip and mimos, uh, Elliot and I came up with this show idea while enjoying a mimosa in South yeah. Austin. Yes. And, um, for the first couple of shows, we we taught we shared mimosas, uh, and then tracking down champagne and orange juice became a thing. Before you know, ran out, we would run out of time, and now um, you know, enjoy whatever we whatever we can. We're just getting by and like and enjoying our each other's company and having a loosey goosey beverage. And but most importantly, this is the show where Jake and I compare and contrast radio rock and electronica albums. 
from the 90s. But today is a special day, is it not, Jake? Today is a special day. Uh, you're tuning in on a special 2001 episode. Uh, last year, we uh, we did our inaugural 2000s episode. Right. Do you remember what our, what our two albums were from the, from the year 2000? Elliot Smith's Figure 8. Mm-hmm. And the avalanches. Oh, uh, uh, since Maybe I left you. Yeah. Since I left. Since you. I left. Which is which? Which were both like awesome. It's it's uh it's also like an excuse for us to like pick one awesome album out of the year, uh, as we explore the odds. Uh, you know what happened to these scenes and like these mu- uh, music uh, movements after uh, ninety nine. Um, and now we're delving into two thousand one. We've we've uh, souped up our DeLorean. <laughs> we put a uh, uh, what, what's the th- what's the thing that he, he the the Mister Fusion Mister Fusion he, that 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 <laughs> Mister Recycling like <laughs> that Doc Brown puts on the back of the DeLorean. He puts it puts a bunch of like banana peels in it. He's like, okay, no, we can go. Just something something has to be done, but your kids. <laughs> so we're 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 gonna flash to the future in a minute, but also waiting to catch up. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, what's been new? Have you seen, heard, uh, tasted, smell anything cool lately? Smelled anything cool lately? <laughs> My apartment smelled like weed the other day. Like, I don't know why. I think it's because I made Indian food. Um, it smell like raisins and oh, what was the first? The first paprika? <laughs> I can't even think. I said it like raisins and paprika. Pap- have you ever had paprika raisins? No. That was good. It's- I have no idea. It sounds oh, good. <laughs> that does sound good. <laughs> um, I've had a few adventures in, since the last record. Uh, my my neighbor one, uh, my one neighbor um, asked me like, "Hey, man, you're a drummer, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I drum, I drum, I drum, I drum." Uh, he's like, "Do you want to do this thing, this flash mob thing, oh. where we uh, <laughs> where like?" like you wouldn't have to do much, but you'll get paid and all this good stuff. Uh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, what do I, what do I have to do? He's like, well, I have to go to the rehearsal. I'm like, okay. And then you have to show up like the next morning at like probably like 5 a.m. I'm like, okay. Well, that sounds like an all-nighter. Okay, I, I can do that. So the, what, what, the, what the flash mob is, is there's a bunch of dancers that burst out of nowhere um, during this business meeting, this conference, and start dancing. I'm like on a Zoom call with the organizer. I'm like, so this is at like the end of your meeting, right? They're like, no, this is the beginning. I'm like, and when is this? And they're like, 8 a.m. Oh, I'm like, man. no one's going to be partying at 8 a.m. These guys have barely finished their coffee. And then and they're like, they also got breakfast tacos. I'm like, great. But like, <laughs> no, no one's going to be excited for anything. Any, uh, exercise of exclamation and energy this early in the morning. But I didn't say that because I wanted the gig. So I, I <laughs> got the gig and then um, we all, we uh, uh, cut to the next morning. I wake up, my alarm is going off and my neighbor is nowhere to be seen. So I knock on his door. He's asleep. Uh, oh God. We got, we got to get there bright and goddamn early. Um, I'm getting like my, my phone is buzzing. Like, and I, I, uh, I got a, uh, like a voicemail on my phone, like, it's, and it's just, 
five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, eight. Where are my drummers? And I'm waking my neighbor up and he's, I'm like, he's like, who is it? I'm like, it's Elliot. We're late. I'm like, don't shoot. Oh man. <laughs> so, so we get there. Oh boy. And then it goes off, uh, you know, like a charm ish. We do what was asked of us. It was fine. We, we played drums to uh, a Macklemore tune. The ceiling can't hold us. The ceiling oh, can't I love hold that song. us. Do you really? Well, we did a whole fucking thing to it. And it was a big to-do. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's like a trumpet player. And I had to hand the trumpet player his trumpet. Uh, and then we just, you know, I helped him zip up his drums. And then we fucking <laughs> boogied out of there. And then I, I think I took the, the longest nap of my life. <laughs> and that, that, was, that was an adventure. Hi, what have you been up to? Was this during South by? It was, uh, I think, adjacent at least, or maybe okay. probably a little earlier than South by proper. But it was like it was it was a very corporate like let's all get together, you know, in this hotel and like talk about stuff. I'm sure there's footage of it somewhere. I am been I've been looking for it. You said that ceiling can't hold a song. Now it's in, now it's stuck in my head because that bum, song. Bum, is... bum, 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 bum. Yeah, here it goes. Return to the back. Gotta get, gotta. <laughs> Return to the back. Gotta get what it is, what it is, what it is. Looking for a better way to get about a bed instead of getting on the internet and checking on who hit me. <laughs> Macklemore can, uh, he can spit. Uh, I, he was at South by. I, I know he he was performing around South by. Um, he's he's got, he's got bars, as they say. Wow. Yeah, he. I have, he... <laughs> I have no. I have a, a no. Pre- a pretty impressive flow. Um. I will say. Sure. Uh, Do you have a favorite rap artist? Like a rap artist? Um, probably probably Notorious B.I.G. See our episode sure. on Notorious B.I.G.'s Ready to Die. Season one. <laughs> probably Notorious. Um, I mean, I grew up in the late, you know, I was a teenager in the late 90s. So obviously Eminem was inescapable. Um, sure. So, you know, I... He kind of introduced me to a lot of like the death row stuff with Dr. Dre. Um, and so, yeah, so I would say Notorious B.I.G. and Marshall Mathers, the third. Yeah. Totally. Um, I watched Planet oh. of the Apes for the first time, 1968, yes- yesterday. You watched Planet of the Apes, 1968, for the first time ever? Yeah, I'd never seen it. How'd that work out for you? Oh, it was, it was, it was brilliant. Um, I, I loved it. Uh, one one I've talked about them before, but one of my favorite podcasts is We Hate Movies, and they're talking about yeah. it this month. And with when it comes to movie podcasts, uh, I like to know what's up. Uh, and so I I realized, oh, I've never seen it. I've seen you know the James Franco one. <laughs> I've seen the Mark yeah. Wahlberg one. Um, oh my god! But never seen. Oh, it, it was great. Are you you're familiar? Have you heard about this? Oh, sh- yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. I, okay, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Um, but like, I know the ending and like uh, how like 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 that that kind of like 60s, 70s sci-fi mindfuck. I love that. Yeah. You well, maniacs. You blew you it up. It. Yeah. I well, love I, that shit. I love you know, the Animal Farm. I love that shit. You know who wrote it? The Planet of the Apes. Who wrote Planet of the Apes? Rod Sterling of the Twilight Zone. 
So those I didn't twists, know that. Yeah, okay. yeah. It makes sense. I didn't, I didn't right? know that. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Man. Oh. Rod Sterling. R.I.P. Awesome. What a brilliant awesome. dude. Jeez. Dude, um, absolutely fucking lutely. Are you a big Twilight Zone guy? Uh the ones I the ones I've seen. Uh admittedly I've seen Oh, you haven't seen shit. <laughs> I've seen the the movie more than anything. Uh, yeah. I know there's a whole you know sad story behind that, but um yeah did, did not realize it uh as, as a kid and but i watched it a ton of times growing up and the the, the movie from the 80s with yeah uh, with what opens up with um dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd and and uh albert um, brooks thank you so much for that um it Funny is, nemo it is. okay <laughs> nemo he's got a great voice that's a scary opening my i remember like my dad being like this is the scariest opening to a movie ever and he told me about it. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. And I saw it. And then I remember um, years later, I was dating a girl. Uh, and and she's like, the, 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 the scariest thing to me is like someone revealing they're not who they are. I'm like, we should okay. watch The Twilight Zone. Have I got the movie for you? <laughs> and, and so I popped that on. And then it just comes to like the line, do you want to say something really scary? Pull over. And and then the reveal, and she about loses her shit. <laughs> she about hit the ceiling and like was pissed at me for I don't know until now. <laughs> She's like, it, the relationship didn't work out. <laughs> She's still <laughs> mad at me, and I blame Dan Aykroyd. That is terrifying because uh, he makes like it used to be on like TBS, like on Saturday afternoons, like all the time. Who was the Twilight Zone movie? Oh, what? Oh, really? The movie was? Uh-huh. I remember. A, it. That, that movie gets that movie gets dark as fuck. Yeah. The final yeah. chapter with the with the kid and like the no mouse thing. The oh. Matrix copied that. The Matrix copied that. Well, you know who the sister? Um, yeah. She uh, talks too much, so I put her in that room. Wow. Well, so the sister that the Ugh, goosebumps the boy- already turns into like the tasmanian devil oh god oh yeah oh that's so upsetting oh god you know you know who that is who's that That is uh nancy cartwright uh aka the voice of bart simpson the voice of bart simpson yeah no shit yeah far out man um but hey, yeah man yeah <laughs> don't I, turn uh... me into a tasmanian devil man oh shoot eat my just... swords Oh, I was gonna reference The Simpsons earlier, but it just left my mind. When we're it'll just come, it'll about come back to you. You've referenced The Simpsons four times an episode. Does everyone have their sipping memos, bigger cards out? Because <laughs> we're about we're getting into it. Drink every time uh, I mention The Simpsons, <laughs> and you'll be wasted. Absolutely, minutes in. <laughs> that's like four of the cards. Four of the. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, I watched it and it was beautiful. It's actually it's kind of like weirdly funny at times. Um, Twilight's on the movie. Yeah. Uh, 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 Planet of the Apes. Oh, Planet of the Apes. Okay, sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's like get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. Yeah, it can talk. It can talk. It can talk. Yeah. Sorry, take it. That's the Simpsons. Uh, when uh, what's his face? Um. 
uh, <laughs> Troy McClure. Uh, Troy McClure. He goes to uh, he goes to Broadway and he's in Planet of the Apes the musical. <laughs> and he's like, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, he was like, "Oh my God, I was wrong. It was Earth all along." You finally made a monkey <laughs> out of me. <laughs> and he goes, I love you, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> that's that's all I can think about the entire movie. Um, but like, oh, God. <laughs> there, there's like one part where like they cr- they crash land and one of the yeah. one of the space, one of the, uh, the the astronauts puts a little like little American flag in the soil. And right. it cuts it it cuts to Heston and he's like <laughs> he does this like bizarre like chuckle. Uh it's one of my favorite gifts, actually. <laughs> one of your favorite gifts. Yeah. Um so it was kinda of, it was neat to see where, where that gift came from. Um cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, my life's really interesting. Uh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What what else has been up? Uh, I also saw Knock at the Cabin, the new uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. How'd that work out for you? It was really intense. I won't say anything because uh, it's still relatively oh. new. There's th- okay. I'll, I will say this: there's certain right. things you expect when you go see a Shyamalan movie. Yeah, I didn't get it. If you know, if you catch my drift. Okay, I don't. But, but okay, what do you mean? Like what? Like like the twist? There's not really a twist. You didn't like the twist, or the, 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 or you didn't like the lack thereof. Yeah, which is weird. Uh, I guess it was it was refreshing in a, a lot it's, of ways. Is, is the twist that like oh they're actually right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's what I've gathered too. Yeah, uh, Dave Batista is awesome in it. Batista. Um, yeah, he, he's man. He's become such an amazing actor. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that Guardians. Oh, Guardians three, sure. Yeah, it's it's coming out real soon, right? That's the next that's the next uh, MCU one, right? Yeah. Boy, I wish I was more excited about the MCU these days. I, I man, I I think it's one of those things where like I just went so hard. Yeah, um, I went too hard. I went too deep. <laughs> from 08 to yeah, you know, twenty eighteen, ten mm-hmm. years, and afterwards, I was just like, oh, okay, like. Well, no, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna top that. So let's like, I don't know, maybe just close that. So maybe I'm, I might just close that up out in my heart, and and uh, move on with my life. I, I, I'm honestly, this is me saying that. This is me, Elliot, saying I might just close out the MCU and just move on with my life. But they've done everything that as a as a kid when I was reading comic books, they've done everything that I dreamed of seeing. You know, like, yeah. They brought yeah. Thor to life, you know. They they did the Civil War fight with Iron Man and Cap. They, you know, they they did Infinity War, and yeah. And I'm like happy. I'm like okay, like it was great. I'm so happy to have you know. Been it was stupendous. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to yeah. have been part a part of that fandom for so long. And me too. Um, yeah. But now I'm just kind of like okay, like well, like you said, like I'm not like invested. I mean, I still. I'll still ride hard for Spider Man, but that's just because. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm, a, I'm a human. Uh, yeah, you're allowed to. 
Man, that new um, the new um, Into the Spider Verse or uh, Across the Spider Verse. Uh, oh yeah, trailer looks dope. I'll, I'll see the hell out of that one. Yeah, we I'll we saw Gar- that one in theaters together, if I'm not mistaken. You and me, I believe so. I think we went like on a Saturday morning. Oof. <laughs> love it. I love it so much. I think it's I think it's perfection. And that brings me to a story I have where I put on a bear suit. To prank a CEO of a, a company here in Austin. Were you doing like mm. a like Midsomar thing or? <laughs> so randomly, my 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 neighbor my neighbor and good friend Jesse texts me. And he goes, "Hey, would you would you want to like help me prank our CEO?" I'm like, "What what do you what do you mean?" <laughs> He's like, "I need you to boot her Jaguar." And then convince oh. her to convince her to put on a bear suit to get out of it. <laughs> and he's like, it's like they come up with a prank, and I was like, I know a guy like that could do this. I'm like, I'm the guy that could convince someone to do this. I'm like, I don't <laughs> like I don't what? What are you fucking talking about? And then as he's talking to me, my neighbor walks out. Like no other neighbor walks out. And, you know, I'm like, hey, Joe, do you need another beer? He's like, yeah. I'm like, will you put on a bear costume to do it? He's like, yep. I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe I've got the touch. <laughs> so day of, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm very nervous. He's like, I bought a boot, which I guess you can do on Amazon. You can just buy a boot and like boot a car. Turns out it is illegal. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, you can't just boot someone's car <laughs> willy nilly and all that. Uh, but so we go to the parking garage. The joke is that oh, the CEO parks in like uh, restricted lots or spots all the time. You know, my 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 neighbor Jesse pulls out his boot and he goes, "Hey, here you go, boot the car." So I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I boot this Jaguar convertible, like fucking like nice. It's a very nice car. And then I get a text. I'm, just, I'm like, they're alone, like, booting this car. And then I get a text. She's on her way down. Uh, so I'm, like, trying to prank this lady. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, shit, shit, shit. So I just go, um, I just hold, my, hold the phone up to my ear. It's not, I'm not on the phone with anyone. As she's storming down the stairs. And she's like, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm on the phone. I, I go, because I'm at work. Because I'm at, that's why I can't talk right now. Because I'm at work. I'm working. We'll, we'll try and make it. We'll try and make it. So I've, I've devised a story. And, and she's like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, I'll call you back on my phone. Click. She's like, hi, hi, this is my car. I'm like, are you? She's like, yeah, I'm. I'm like, well, you, well, they sent me here to boot your car. And I don't know. And she's like, what the what the hell? And then and then all the uh, coworkers come out <laughs> down into the parking garage. And they're like, like, what's going on? And it's like no one's got my back or anything. They're just like, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, like I'm just I, I was I was told to come here and boot this car, and that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, okay. Hey, we're all having a bad day. We're all having a bad day. I was supposed to take shots of, you know what? What's your name again? She goes, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, blah, blah. do you know what cosplay is? She's like, yeah. 
I'm like, if you were to help me out real quick, I'll take this boot off your car and I'll just wipe the whole slate clean. <laughs> and meanwhile, I have these costumes in, in, in my friend's car. <laughs> so I run and grab them. And meanwhile, like her friends are like, who, who the fuck is this guy? What the fuck? Like, 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 is this guy crazy? And I'm like, and I bring out these two giant bear heads. I'm like, this is Snowball. This is Pebble Pop. <laughs> and I'm like, if you just put on these costumes and we take a few photos, um, I'll wet the whole thing clear and I'll take the boot off your car and it'll be fine. She's like, what? <laughs> I just, I'm like, and the guys were like, I don't know. I don't fucking, go ahead. So I'm like, Let's just try it. You know, you know, I just, just need these shots. That's all I need. That's all I need for my day. And you need to get the boot off your car, don't you? She's like, okay. So she puts this costume on with a big bear head. <laughs> I do too. And then we, I'm like, we're in the parking garage. So I have like, there's better lighting out here. So we walk outside and they're taking photos of us. And I'm like, so, you know, do this, do that. You know, like, like uh, one, two, three, jump. And she jumps. And then and I'm like, uh, Say, uh, oh, Pebble Paw, you do this every time. And I'll go like this. And so she does it. And I'm like, okay, say, um, uh, oh, I just got pranked so hard by my coworkers. And she's like, wait, what? And she takes the bare head off and, and, and then loses her shit. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, get me out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a oh really weird God. day. That's a really weird day for me. You know, where where I had like an abundance of like of stories last time, you're just like crushing <laughs> it with like the wild stories. It's Elliot's week, baby. I'm coming <laughs> correct. It's been a long time since you know, like I've done anything crazy. It's been a long time since I've had a really crazy night out. Mm. Elliot, have you had a night out lately? Have you had a Royce Scops? night out lately uh i haven't in a while my man but no. i think here, here we, here we go! go i was looking okay okay i have another one. i have another one i have another one oh, oh yeah, yeah. alt alt yeah okay. <laughs> okay uh i should think about i think i might like this one uh a little better uh okay here we okay. go that's awesome. Uh, I love yeah, it. You know, pretty well. I started watching uh, that the show on Disney Plus where it's um, it's you two and David Letterman, and they're in apparently like the band like reimagined a lot of their songs during like lockdown, changed the lyrics to some songs, and they're performing. It's like Bono and the Edge, and they're performing uh, these songs like acoustic and with like an orchestra, and, and Letterman's there. And just seeing Letterman, it's just, it's so crazy. It took me back like to the nineties, you know, and it, it just reminded me of, you know, the, the late night wars between, you know, Letterman and, and Jay Leno, you know, and so often, you know, Letterman <laughs> had the edge, you know, and I would find myself laughing and then Jay would do his jaywalking skit. And I would think to uh -huh. myself, Oh, or Leno. Or Leno. All right. I like that one too. We're keeping them both in. Here, here, we, here we go. go! 
so tell me about Melody AM. Melody AM is an album, the debut album of a band called Rixup. It's another duo, and I think by the end of this show's like tenure, we're gonna figure out what the hell's up with these duos. Something's going on here. I think it's I'm I'm grinding the meat, and the other guy is making a sausage. I think that's what it is. But um, Rixup releases Melody AM. And it's just kind of nice. And it kind of hits the spot. It's a little, if uh, fans of the show, it's a little bit between Groove Armada with a musicality, with a little air, like baseline kind of yes. stuff going on. Um, it is not what I would call chill out, which is not a genre. And I fucking hate this shit. Um, chill out. Uh, I get into a lot of cars. Like uh, you know, let it if it's if it's a friend's car or a uh, a lift lift driver, and they just have like a chill out station going on, and it's just vapid, empty music. Um, but this is chill out with intention, I would say, if you wanted to call it that. But there's there's a lot of house, there's a lot of dance going on here, and this is like some fun stuff. But it's also pretty weird. It's weird. It's a weird album. It's, it's weird. It's a very strange album, for sure. It's very strange. There's a lot of like these loops that we like discovered in Fatboy Slim and Moby, but they use like key changes where like the key like like the loop like changes keys and all this, which I think is pretty fucking cool. If you listen to it properly with like a good stereo and or some good headphones, and you crank that shit up, the bass and the drums kick so fucking high fidelity hard it's delicious it's simple it's simple enough there's a you know there's a few hits off of here it's it's uh it's digestible it's easy to go jake what did you think of rick sops melody am this was this was um i'm glad you said groove mata because i could not place it um totally get air as well um the other one i got was on the song on sparks you get like some um oh uh -huh. trip hop for sure I fucking, I fucking knew you were gonna say portishead with sparks <laughs> it, it like i said it's a very strange album because it takes turns that, that you don't really expect and if i'm not mistaken the songs aren't i mean there's some there's some longer songs they're like longer songs when they when they need to be yeah but they don't overstay their welcome and like oh, and good. like yeah, and like Sparks ha is a down tempo tune, which uh, with a with a lovely female vocalist, and it's a down tempo tune, and that you're not gonna be able to put one of those out without getting comparatives to uh, Portishead. Uh, yeah, the, uh, those vocals are by the um, Norwegian singer Anneli Drecker. How about that? And she's, she was wonderful and totally got some Beth Gibbons vibes. But I mean, when you invent a, a whole like genre of music, like yeah. it's those comparisons are going to are inevitable. But um, it, like where like Porter said, like we talked about how like they, you know, would like intentionally like uh, warp and damage like their like samples. This sounds yeah. clean. This is just like, yeah, super clean. For sure. Yes, there's some like uh, exquisite production going on here. They want it to be perfect, 
the other standout track for me was was the opening track so easy uh yeah. i was listening to it while having coffee this morning it's a very good coffee album um i, I must say oh. okay uh, i like that um but I, I was like you know this sounds like kind of like there's like a like a a male vocal like a like a, almost like a pop vocal and i just just looking at the, the wikipedia page for it um burt Bacharach, uh wow he, uh, has a writing credit um wow 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 it's uh let me see so according to wikipedia um so easy contains instrumental and vocal samples from a 1960 cover of the burt Bacharach hal david song blue on blue how about that Burt Bacharach, he, just, he was just kind of like a, a man ahead of his time. He just passed away recently. I love Burt Bacharach. And I think my mom did too. Like, I think he's a cool, cool fucking dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach. <laughs> That's right. They got, these guys are musicians. They're finding stuff and they are moving it into where they want it to be. And it's like like into synth pop. It's into down tempo. It's into like cinematic, like uh, drum and bass stuff. It's very cool. And they're, they're, they're like making it their own and are making it something very, very cool. Absolutely. Um, where, what was the state of electronic music in 2001? I know Discovery had just dropped. Um, what was what was going on in in the scene at the time? Well, we can't talk about the year two thousand one without talking about September of two thousand one, and like and we can talk about this as much as we want or as little as we want. But it is important to note that this album came out on nine thirteen. Oh wow! So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. And I have plenty of questions about your your album tonight about this, but like, so we had the nine eleven attacks, um, and then and then, and then two days later, this album just drops. Um, these guys are from Norway. They're like you know, in in like they do stuff with like Swedish artists. So they're they're, they're there, and like this album drops, and like it's it's just kind of nice, like like this is kind of like the Oompa Loompa kind of like boop boop. boop. <laughs> like house music like okay like we're not gonna rush your tempo we're all like you know we're back here like you know one one eighteen one twenty four we're not gonna we're no one's gonna like uh, get in your face about it no one's gonna elevate your heart rate uh it is this album happened to drop two days after the after the world trade center uh, attacks um the world was not primed for an album like this, <clears throat> and, and and unless it was, which is an album of like down tempo and house and like in kind of silliness. There's a certain sense of humor about it. There's a certain like uh, lightness to it. Like there's a certain like um, we're just kind of having a good time. Uh, but like, also you can dance to it. You can dance to it as hard as or as soft as you want to it. There are definitely some some banger uh, dance tunes on this one for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You sent you you, you were, I I feel so bad. I'm sorry I interrupted, but you sent me some live footage of the band playing with the iconic, the legendary Robin. Uh, can you tell me about this relationship? Because when I googled Roy Stop, um, 
Robin was like right there with them. So are they have they always been associated with each other? Are they just frequent collaborators? What's going on there? <laughs> uh, if Elliot, you're Elliot. <laughs> just like wistfully looked away uh, from the camera like he was yeah. taking it uh, all in. <laughs> Robin has a very special place in my heart. The Swedish pop singer. I believe she's Swedish. And she is quite the vocalist. So Roik's up as they approached stardom in that realm, uh, started collaborating with Robin and The Knife, if you're familiar. We'll oh, get yeah. to the, the We'll get to The Knife, man. Heartbeats, um, right? That's their big that's, like, that's exactly right. Yeah, Heartbeats. And they, they, needed, they needed vocalists for these tunes and all this. And Robin collaborated with them and made some stuff on their later albums that is just fucking transcendent. From from this album, this is this is their homework, and then like uh, on later albums, they exponentially get better at their production and and their guest stars because Robin is just astonishing and and quite the lead singer. If you if you're gonna like throw out some Gwen Stefani towards me, I will throw you a Robin, and we can have that discussion. But so Robin pop idol. Uh, like lends her vocals to these songs with them and they're unbelievable yeah the one the ones you sent me were do it again and the girl in the hold on girl in the robot robot yeah uh man i i think i like do it again a little bit more than the girl in the robot um this guy like i like the chord progressions but they were both just incredible performances i think it's about I think it's about the chord progressions, and I, I think like what I was saying before, but but like so like they're doing like the Moby thing, they're, and the Fatboy Slim thing. They're, they find a loop, but then they key the key change it, the chord progress it, they, they like move it. So like we're making notes out of these samples and stuff like that. So they're moving they're moving the notes around as need fit. So uh, so I think this is uh, important to like the Roy Sop idea of it all. Yeah, and I th- I think it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you you also sent me one of your pers- your oh, your personal mixes uh, oh, that, that included my cupcake. I forgot. Feature. Yes. Um, and that song, I was getting some like MIA vibes uh, from from Robin's vocals. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not MIA. Uh, Santa Gold. Did you ever listen to Santa Gold? I not only that, I met Santa Gold. What? All right. This in your MIC days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 what am I supposed to do? Say no. Uh, we're also <laughs> there. Uh, she met me in Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> I sent Jake a clip of a DJ mix of my own where I I had remixed Rikesop's Tricky Tricky. This track uh, featured the vocalist from The Knife, pop duo, brother and sister sort of thing. Kind of like how... Uh, uh, like Billy and Phineas? Yes, Billy. Kind of how Billy does it. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. So they, they, they've yeah. worked even even like because they're nearby each other or whatever. Um, they, they've worked out with each other um, and they, they made some very cool stuff with Workshop, these like super producers who have they've become super, super producers. Now, now these guys like, get uh, put into like this album is like, what, wait, are they synth pop? Are they disco? Are they chill out? Like, amb- these guys, like ambient? Like, they put like ambient? Ambient would be like 
white noise. Like, let's listen to rain fall upon leaves. Oh, I love Ch that. <laughs> As a connoisseur, there's a lot of chill out, quote, chill out bullshit out there that doesn't, you can barely hear it. Like, don't you want to hear the music you're listening to? So, and if you want to hear some, hear something that's chill and out, like, put some works up on, put some, put some, uh, put some air on, put something with some musicality behind it. These guys have intent. I think it's nice. I think it's lovely. And I think it might be what people needed on 913 and it skyrocketed through the charts. Uh, yeah, I saw it, they're they're nominated for like seven Grammys throughout their career. So I mean, these guys are, you know, uh, powerhouses, obviously. Yeah, and, and uh, exponentially through their through their albums, they they expanded their sound and they got bigger and bigger and all this, and it, and it moved away from like the simple the the uh, well, I don't know, yeah, the simpleness of Melody AM. Well, okay, it's like keyboard, drum, pad and uh, a vocoder to like this orchestral awesomeness and that's great i feel like with this one no i, I don't want to say no two songs sound the same but there were like i said it earlier but the, the album took turns that i you know was not expecting there was just there would be like some some parts um where there would be almost like no music at all it'd just be like a pad like a very light pad yeah, and the song would come in. It, it was, it was very, it was, like I said earlier, it was very strange, but a very like um, fulfilling listen, mm. if that makes All sense. All right, I like that. Uh, any stand-up tracks for you? Talked about so easy. Um, uh, Apple, Apple, yeah, Apple. Um, poor Lino, poor Leno, poor Lino. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, remind me. I love the. Remind, love the you you like the vocoder stuff. You like the yeah. vocoder stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're into, dude. Well, as we as we talked about, like uh, in episode two, uh, the whole ASMR thing. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe that's uh, that that's just what I keep on coming back to. You know, this one I I I think you may have mentioned it before. But he said you didn't have the vinyl. Um, this is one that if they ever do a reissue, I would definitely pick this one up just to have a nice warm sounding album, have a glass of wine or something. Uh, or, or like I said earlier, a cup of coffee. It's a total winner. And um, Well, I like that. So wait, would you rather, is this a morning album or a late evening album? I think it could be either or. Um, okay, 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 okay. I think this album pairs really well. Talking about wine, I think this yeah. album pairs. Oh my god, I love this. Pairs. This should be the show, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Season three, we're, with... we're just getting, uh, we're just getting our legs. Um, we're rebranding immediately. We're rebranding re as a foodie podcast, uh, dude. <laughs> but like, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, uh, picking a, picking a beer or wine to. Uh, to accompany an album, that's that's kind of a fun thing. It could be a segment uh, at least. I would pair, I would pair this album with a nice cab, nice you know red wine, maybe a nice blend. It's um, decidedly wine though, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I agree. Talking about air, because I, I was gonna say it pairs really well with air. 
Air is a coffee album for sure. Oh. Most, I feel like the majority has been like English, French with Daft Punk. Yeah. Uh, Australian. We, uh, this is our first Norway group. Yeah, always duos. Got to bounce ideas <laughs> off each other. I think so. They're, I think they were trying to make a jazzy record and they accidentally made a dance record. It seems to be like they accidentally made a dance record and the dance is fantastic. And I hope you liked it. Oh, it was wonderful. I'm definitely returning to this one. Uh, yes, so definitely check out Rick Stops Melody AM from 2001. Um, you will not regret it. Um, All right. Now, another album that came out two months um, before Melody AM uh, is what I'm bringing to the table this episode. Uh, what? <laughs> Elliot, are you ready to talk about Jimmy Eat World? I don't know if I am, but I'm, I'm going to try my hardest. Let's let's roll. Let's do it. Here, Here we, we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, my album this week is uh, 2001's uh, Jimmy uh, Bleed American, aka Jimmy World, aka Bleed American, and we'll talk about that uh, in a bit. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this album uh, is by the band Jimmy Eat World, which uh, is probably my second favorite band of all time, behind Blink One Eighty Two. Wow, uh, I've. I've lived this album. I've breathed this album. Uh, I have stories about this album. I'm so excited to talk about this album with my best bud, Elliot. Tell me what you thought about Bleed American. I walked into this one being like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. I remember uh, The Middle or oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like like the same way I remember like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, The Killers or like uh, Panic at Disco or whatever. Like, you know, what we say on the show, uh, cultural osmosis. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I sat down and listened to it properly. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, uh, listening to this, I'm like, I've heard this song so many times before. And like, it hit me so fucking deep today. Like, I just needed to hear it. Um, and it rocked my goddamn world, man. <laughs> it. So, like, yeah, blew my mind. Like, uh, so these guys were like in my peripheral, I guess. Uh, you know, and you know, uh, here and there, and like, I know friends liked them, and they would pop on at like clubs or bars or whatever. Like, people dance, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, this this song's pretty good. The middle, oh yeah, yeah. But then, like, I listened, I listened to it today, and like, it it just like fucking broke me. It's a powerful uh, yet simple song. Of- um, I, the first time I saw the band was 2007. I just graduated high school. It was here in it was in Austin at the old Emos, and 
uh, Jim Atkins, the singer and um, you know songwriter for Jimmy Eat World, talked about the song. And if I remember correctly, they received a letter from like a, 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 a fan who said that she was having a rough time, that she was being bullied, and that inspired them to write the middle. And so, him saying, "Hey, don't let myself off yet." It's only it's only in your head you feel left out and looked down on. Like he's talking to he's talking to this girl. Oh my God. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I love it. I love it. I was um listening to it with a friend last night. Like and I was like, like, what do you think of this band? And they're like, oh my God, I love this fucking band. I love this fucking song. I get to sing every word. I'm like, you can't. It, it gets better. Hang in there. It's gonna be all right. It's 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 such a it's such a profound metaphor. It's saying, "Hey, you're you're in the middle is you're only in the middle of the ride. Everything everything will be just fine." You know, yeah. just like yeah, like the the ride is up this moment in life. You know, yeah. and oh, I it's you know, and and the fact that you know this song, it this song is inescapable. Um, but yeah. it, it's a song I don't you don't really want to escape because there's such a good message behind it, and it's. It's such a it's it's a it's a beautiful song. I'm I'm happy that you enjoyed it so much. I think it's fantastic, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. Oh boy! To get into my notes, like I just wrote down youth with an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They they in, they're so invigorated. Like, uh, uh, t- tell me about is it Jimmy plus company? Like, are there? So I get these guys confused with like other bands at the time, like Panic at the disco and okay. these are the guys like I, so tommy 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 what's what's up so uh and i i didn't look this up but if, from if i'm not mistaken um the the band name jimmy eat world come from a picture that the singer jim adkins brother drew and at the bottom he wrote jimmy eat world so that's where the band name comes from um uh but it's not it's not like they're 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 definitely like a foursome, um, a, a, like a, it's not like a like a front man, like a Brandon like a, it's not like a Brandon Flowers and the rest of the guys and the Killers, you know? Oh, like it's okay. They're definitely like, like a, a, demo- a democracy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Jimmy Will from Mesa, Arizona. You've got the aforementioned Adkins, uh, Tom Tom Linton uh, plays. Uh, guitar and also sings bassist rick birch and drummer zach lind um so it's kind of a wild story so jimmy world were part of this like emo scene if you listen to the two previous albums which are static prevails and clarity those albums are like emo with a capital e like these guys were Mm. you know on the forefront of this like new you know emo movement with like bands like mineral from austin get up kids um yeah i was gonna, I was gonna ask about like this like sensitive boy rock of it all yeah so they're definitely an emo band uh and and in fact clarity the album that came out just before this is widely considered an emo masterpiece um one of the greatest albums of that genre it incorporated a lot of electronic elements um it just like there's songs in there that go like 16 minutes long you know yeah um, oh boy loops and stuff um 
mm. more akin to like an electronica song and yeah that, you know? um clarity bombed um but and so they if i'm not mistaken they were dropped by capital records um and recorded bleed american on their own dollar uh a lot wow. of during recording the band they were working like odd jobs because you know they're they were dropped in their old album you know didn't wasn't successful um so much so that the their producer mark trombino um he he produced the album recorded the album for free because the band just didn't have the money and he said you know i it was cool because i knew it was going to be successful wow Wow. Um, yeah and so this album drops um july 2001 um yeah. Two months before, you know, September 11. Yeah. The, the band changes the album name from Bleed American yeah. to Jimmy World. Um, self titled. Self titled, yeah. All right. Um, but then they eventually change it back to to Bleed American. Okay. The official Do you know when they did that? If I'm not, according to Wikipedia, it's eight years later. So okay. 2009. That was, was a rough time. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> Uh, this is one of my favorites of all time. Uh, and um, did, did you have any? There's just, there's so many. Uh, I love the guitar. The guitar sounds on this one. I love the melody. I don't think there's a weak melody on this album. Um, uh, oh my God. Let, um, on Get It Faster. Uh, oh, there's like, there's like, there's like a down. There's like a deep purple kind of call and response guitar, like. <laughs> kind of thing going on i was listening to it panned where it it goes like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. stereo dude um like wait wait what the fuck so then i'm like wait what genre is this band so i was thinking about like like my my indie guys because i got i was into the indie indie thing and like the odds and all this right with like your uh you know arcade fires yeah caps yeah i was like wait so when did death cab come out because this guy's like sensitive and vocalizing and all this but it's like some wild middle between <laughs> in the middle in the <laughs> middle uh but like, between like death cab and blink we're like yeah. like talking about my feelings but I'm, we're also having a good time it seems like a really interesting idea and, and it makes for a really good album absolutely um godly uh just just going through the song list on this one is just like banger after banger um it's insane it's insane a praise chorus um where he like in the break, oh my god in the bridge he 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 talks about crimson and clover and then he talks about he he references motley crew uh he references the promise ring which is another emo midwestern <laughs> emo band um that they who, that they toured with who who is the uh female vocalist that's harmonizing with them on on authority song on my sundown on all those like later tracks do you know let me let me see that's a good question so that is rachel hayden shout out rachel uh yeah she man she brings so much to this album uh other 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 standouts um yeah for me or you know if you don't don't oh um (laughs) i'll try to figure out like that yeah (laughs) The song titles and that one like that one hit me. I'm like, if you don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of song title is that for a song? And I heard this song. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> if you don't, don't know why'd you say so? You know, like, it's, yeah. 
Um, no, it hit me, man. Like the the singles off this album are insane, and then they're like they're awesome. Like what what I what I refer to as cool party jams. Oh, but yeah. then, but then if you want to delve deeper, like the, uh, there's some next level stuff in here. It's it's really beautiful, man. Uh, the sweetness is another standout. I love that song. Live. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god. Uh, just man, and then um, the closer, my uh, my sundown. Um, yeah, yeah. Just uh, Jimmy Rolls kind of like known for their closing songs. Uh, is that right? Yeah, having like really epic slow uh, closing songs. I wanted to ask you about the epic closer, man. Uh, the next album, Futures, is a song called 23, uh, which is a huge song uh, for me in my life. Um, and it's just, they kind of just have this thing where they make these epic closers. And uh, yeah, I just, I love this band so much. I've seen them. Uh, let's see. I've seen them, and I've been fortunate enough to see them a number of times. Let's see. I've seen them seven times. Wow. Uh, I've been able to actually meet the band. Um, yeah. And you got your album signed, yeah? I got my album signed. Uh, I actually have a copy of Static Prevails um, that I found at a record store in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, and they played ACL in 2013. And I took it to have them sign it, and they were just like, "Whoa, where did you find this?" And I was like, "Little Rock," and they're like, "Whoa, we haven't seen one of these in years." And so it was kind of, it kind of was kind of neat to see the band geek out. Um, how, how old were they when they put that album together? I would say late twenties, mid to late twenties. Are out, dude. I know. I adore this record. Um, I return to it quite often. Um, yeah, they're, the band's actually coming. They're touring. They'll be here in August, and I think I'm gonna <gasps> go. We, are, are we gonna go? I think we should. They put on a hell of a show. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that off mic. <laughs> uh, one thing, one thing. I caught one of the things I don't like that much. Oh, fade out. How did you know I was gonna say that? <laughs> you famously hate fade outs. Can I tell you what I wrote down? What's that? Um, fade out, but it works. <laughs> Which this song? is my this is my favorite fade out of the entire history of the show. Um, I think it's because it, it like ends side A, and it fades out very like decidedly slowly. It's not like and I really in, kind of almost enjoyed that. I'm like, oh, they're like. Oh, flip the record over to tell the rest of the story. I'm like, oh shit! Like, I got excited about the fade out. Excited about a fade out, dude. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> uh, how about that? It happened. It only took Jimmy uh, to do it. So, um, where were you in like the uh, like the indie rock scene, like uh, in this time, in 01, like with uh, you know. My Morning Jacket, Arcade Fire, uh, you know, uh, the Death Cab of it all. Were uh, you into that stuff? Or are you more into the rock side of things? Because I think not, were... at, not at all. At this time, oh one, I was like knee deep in Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I was like a pop punk kid. Blink One Eighty Two, Newfound Glory, Sum Forty One, Simple Plan, those guys. Yeah. Um, 
And actually, Jimmy Eat World toured with Blink and Green Day on the Pop Disaster Tour in 2001 on this record, which is just insane to me. Um, wow. Uh, so I so I always knew about the middle. My good friend gave me a Best Buy gift card for my 18th birthday, and uh-huh. I went to the Best Buy on 410 and Blanco in San Antonio, and saw the CD. And I bought it, and I listened to it the rest of my senior year, like pretty much nonstop. Um, and now it's framed and hanging on the wall. Oh wow! Yeah, th- this was a big one for me. This was this is a big album and a big band. Uh, the, uh, the arguments can be made about which is the greatest. I mean, oftentimes it's either Clarity, Bleed American, or Futures. I would say. Um, uh, so their their follow up albums to this are like. Even even in the conversation of being better, oh yeah. I mean, futures really. Futures is I would say futures is a masterpiece. Um, oh my god, chase this light, which uh, is right here, hanging on the old oh. wall. <laughs> uh, Listeners, Jake has all of these albums framed. I know, and uh, but I can't help it. They're like I said, they're like my second, probably my second favorite band, for sure. I adore these guys, and they're all really nice people um and um make some really awesome rock music so but i'm really i'm really happy you enjoyed this one well thanks for listening to rake's up and jimmy Eat world i had a great time listening to both these albums oh my goodness everything will be all right everything will be all right all right all right <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you for introducing me to to Reichsop. Like I said, they're oh yeah, this Norwegian uh, electronica duo um, that without the Mimos, I don't know if I would have ever really given them as solid a listen as I did uh, this. There's, n- there's, n- there's no way. You know, <laughs> uh, so I'm grateful that I now have this band yeah. um, to revisit and, and and listen to you more. So thank you. Oh, rock and roll, man. Yeah. So- salute. Salute. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back to the 90s. Uh, yeah. Or we're back in the Lauren. What's happened? I just saw an episode of Hard Copy, man. Did you see that? Oh, we're oh my in... God. We're back in the 90s. I hope nothing terrible happened in 2001. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Well, okay. I-, I love how the only thing I could make make it feel like I was in the 90s was mentioned hard copy like, like <laughs> I'm gonna go watch nickel go watch hey dude uh, or, <laughs> okay oh, I love hey dude all right <laughs> uh, my album for next time is uh-huh. another one of my all-time fave it's a it's a rock and roll album it's a punk okay. album it's a rockabilly okay. album okay um, it's a country album all in one okay uh, and I'm excited for you to to see what I mean. <laughs> um, oh boy! So uh, I think I'm just all about Orange County uh, this season uh, on Sip and Mimos. Um, you always are, dude. So I know most of my albums are from like California. Uh, so this album means a whole lot to me. The band means a whole lot to me. Um, it's the third album from a little band called Social distortion it is their self-titled album from 1990 
1990, Social Distortion. Elliot, so keep an eye out for Story of My Life. Keep an eye out for Ring of Fire. Welcome back to the podcast, Johnny Cash. Uh, no shit. Ball, Ball and Chain. Yeah. So far away, this album is fire. And I actually saw the band perform it in full a couple years ago. Um, oh, wow. So very excited. To, very excited to welcome... Mike Ness and Social Distortion next time. Social Distortion. Okay. Well, guess what? We're going to go back to 97. How about that? How do you feel about going back to 97? Take me back to the glorious year of 1997. 97? I can't even fucking handle. And this is one that I don't know as well. We're doing Homogenic. Homogenic by Bjork. Oh, welcome to the show, Bjork. This one has all is full of love. Homogenic? Homogenic? <laughs> I think I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. This this is another short one. This one is coming in um kind of a, it's under 45 minutes. This is exciting for me because I've seen this album cover like my entire life and I've never heard yeah. off of it. See, and I'm right there with you. I I'm, I don't know my Bjork as well as I should. Um, uh, so we're gonna explore together. You're gonna, Ooh. you're gonna have to take my hand, and, will, and we're gonna we're gonna go into the Bjork world. We will we will embark on this journey together because this is I an artist. Like that. This is an artist who, from cultural osmosis, is essential. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, has created some amazing music. And yes. I am so happy. I'm sad to say I haven't heard a lot of it, um, but excited to to start this journey together. In the meantime, give us a follow on Instagram. We're at Sip yeah. Mimos Pod. Um, Elliot is, you know, uh, posting a lot of fun things, you know, reminders about shows. So um, give us a follow there. Um, shoot us an email at sipamimospod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what bands you want to talk. And, um, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be happy happy to do so, Elliot. If if our listeners want, you know, just have an insatiable need for uh, <laughs> for those vocals, uh, yeah, as much yeah. as I often do. Where can <laughs> where can one find you uh, doing your thing? If you're not sick of me, then um, you can absolutely find me. Uh, I just did an interview on the You Look Good podcast uh, with my friend Abraham. Um, and it's it's a up and coming podcast is going to be huge. It's very fun, and I think everyone will enjoy it. And I uh, I hope if we share listeners, that's ideal. Uh, we'll make a whole community out of here of people talking to each other. How fun is that? Check it out. You look good. Podcast. Shout out Abraham. As always, thank you for finding our show, and we hope you enjoyed this episode because uh, we've got a lot of really exciting and fun things uh, in store um, yep. for you. So. Until next time, I'm Jake. And I'm Elliot. And also, Jake. What, what's that? Stay sipping. Stay sipping. Clink. All right. <laughs>